Alright guys, pictures up. Pictures up! Pictures up! That's roll sound. Rolling! Rolling! Sound speeds. Camera speeds. Two. Awesome. Take two. Mark. And action! Welcome to the Penn Cinema Podcast. Your behind-the-curtain connection for movie news and reviews. Now here are your hosts, Penn Ketchum and David Moulton. Welcome to the show. I'm David Moulton. And uh, <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. I'm Penn Ketchum. What's, What's up? up? I got so into your introduction. Yeah. Did you, you see like me? Maestro. I was. Like, like, and now's the crescendo. I was like <laughs> singing along. <laughs> I mean, you nail it. You're so yeah. good at that. It's and I, I got caught up in it. I was singing it. I got caught up in the moment. Yeah. I'm over here singing along with myself. I'm David Moulton. And, and then I forgot. Like, oh, shit, you're up. Yeah. You got a line. Crap. <laughs> what if I was like, line? Line. <laughs> I'm Penn Ketchup. Right. Right, right, right. Right. <laughs> Steve, our producer, would be like, ah, oh, uh, again. <laughs> We've always been, throwing these guys lines. <laughs> We've been through this. <laughs> Bastard. Yeah. Yeah. So Sometimes I, I'm like lying. He's like, laughter. Oh. Right, right, right. <laughs> David says something, and I'm like, what's the appropriate response here? <laughs> Remind. I feel like my character would think it was funny. <laughs> something about your character, though, Penn. Yeah? You had a birthday this week. Oh, hello. What's up? Uh, what's up? An easy 29. Yeah. Right? Yep. So I got you. Oh, my God. <laughs> I Right. Now, the other week, I'm gonna I'm gonna hand these to you, open them because I think that we need to discuss things as they come out. Yeah, yeah. In a certain order. So, the other week we were supposed to see Brahmastra. Right. 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 And so excited for it. You were super pumped, but you couldn't make it because Amy had something for you. Or as Scott Gibble said, my car ran out of gas. My car broke down. My right. car got towed. Exactly. My house burned down. A doctor, I'm sick. sick. I overslept. My alarm clock broke. I ran out of gas. Two flat tires. Right. Yeah. Right. So I understand that, I, that you needed a lot of time to get ready. Right. Because you don't just you no. don't just walk out the door. No. This doesn't just happen. No. And my boy's got quite the main right you know and you've got to stay big on, head of hair you got to stay on top of that yeah. so i wanted to yeah. get you some stuff oh. to help you I, help you with this get out the door so quicker. oh look at this i got you some some, some colorful scrunchies right and i know you need to accessorize here's some butterfly clips actual butterflies yes actual plastic butterfly clips now uh, not one or two, but a 12-pack. 12-pack. Well, you, right. you got a lot of hair. I know. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot to work with back right. there. And I know you can't <laughs> expect the king to win every battle. No. Right? So, right. so you might have some off days. Right. Every right? now and then. Right. So I got you a, a hat, <laughs> cowboy hat, to, to in case, just in case you need to cover up. <laughs> You're you're ready to go. I am Indiana ready. Jones. You're right. No, 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 David. It's me. Oh, oh it's, it's me, Pen. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't sure. Right. For a hot second there. Now, and I know you go to these parties with your super intelligent wife all the time, Doctor. Yeah, Ketchum. she's wicked smart. Right. And you're like, I need to impress these fools. Right. But I'm afraid to play any games. Right. 
So I got you a game <laughs> that even I could play. That, you, that you're guaranteed to win. Well, <laughs> well, you'll probably do okay. Right, right. I right. could get, at least keep up. It's called Poetry for Neanderthals. <laughs> poetry for Neanderthals. Ne- poetry for who, David? Yeah. yeah, I can say words. <laughs> poetry, poetry for Neanderthals. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's a game of pronunciations, pronunciations and david has obviously lost as a neanderthal poet how you get your primitive friends to guess the word campfire using only the words with one syllable oh. and if you use a word with more than one syllable it has a big bat Ooh. that you hit the person Wah. over the head with Wah. so i hope that, that this is... gives you you can be like look everybody yeah let's see how smart you are yeah I think in one syllable words, you and your right. compound yeah, sentences. Get out of here with yeah. your big. I ain't got time for with that. With your fancy lexicon. <laughs> Have you seen my hat? Right. <laughs> you can tell by my hat and my hair clips. <laughs> I don't fool I mean, around. I mean business. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I got ready for this. <laughs> I got my. Oh shoot. I. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well i'm gonna have all kinds of people come through my green glass door and play this game with <laughs> yeah. me yeah, yeah this is gonna be really great i'm gonna have todd over you know but not yeah. michael not michael yeah. michael can't come no danny could come though people I think. can't come but todd right. can come no yeah, yeah yeah not just any no old person Gouda, but swiss right, right right i'm gonna serve swiss but not gouda right right absolutely exactly. that's the green glass, green glass door yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's that's a Ever since I had that installed, my life has been dramatically improved. I know. David, as always, you <laughs> nail it. <laughs> it, was the, it was the hair clips. Yeah. The hair clips is what did it for me. Yeah. The 12-pack. Yeah. So I'm going to hopefully convince you to put your hair in some pigtails with some clips before I leave today. Okay. So we'll see if we can get okay. you to, to dress up like you would for a party. Right. Naturally. Yeah. 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 A word yeah. game where you must speak good. Or get hit with the stick. It's two plus players, so you can play that with Amy. Although she'll probably just hit you with the stick, right? Regardless of what your right. answers are. There's an inf- the stick is inflatable, right? So there's not going to be any real damage. Uh, if I know Amy, she's going to put some pennies in it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever play wiffle ball with one of those plastic wiffle ball bats and like tape shit around it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that was awesome. Yeah, those are good days. <laughs> All right. Well, well, now that we got the yeah, big celebration over the twelve pack, that is amazing. <laughs> and I don't know how many, how many scrunchies are there. Like, oh my uh, gosh, forty five. Like forty five. Yeah. yeah. What's great about the scrunchies <laughs> is because I have scrunchies. Oh, I no doubt one or two. Right. But these are day glow, like yellow, pink, purple, blue, bright, or like construction worker orange. You gotta match your outfit. Yeah. Right. But I know you wear a lot of different colors. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm a colorful guy. Yeah. 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 Awesome. All right. Well, thank you. <laughs> but you're very welcome. Once again, living up to your reputation as the world's best gift giver. That's and, and you get a big giant bag. Yeah, and and I <laughs> we didn't even get we didn't even get to mention. I mean, the wrapping job was uh, over the top, legendary. Yeah, some people wrap, and some people wrap gold records, and that's basically what's me. up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. All right. I don't either. On to the news. <laughs> okay. You are familiar with the Karate Kid, right? I am. Right? Wax on, wax off, wax and on, so on. Wax off. Yeah. Okay, I have a question for you. Talk to me. What's your favorite Karate Kid outing? Outing? Outing. Like you, because you could say, I say outing because there's the movies <clears throat> and there's Cobra Kai. Do you watch Cobra Kai? I mean, I did. Okay. I started it and then I wasn't super into it. So I'm going to have to just... I'm just going to have to be that guy oh. who says just the original. The original. Karate. I didn't even like 
like anything else past it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for interrupting, but I'm not trying to say there's anything wrong with what followed, right. but it just didn't capture me. Like right. it didn't grab my imagination. I wasn't into it. I, I loved the first one because I was the appropriate age audience for it and I was into it and all my friends were and we all ran around talking about wax on, wax off and doing whatever that kick was. But none of the other stuff ever caught my imagination. I have a controversial opinion. Talk to me. My favorite Karate Kid is the remake with Jaden Smith. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, it's not like it's all that different or anything, right, right. but I just really enjoy that movie. I like the first one. I stand by my position, but I'll agree that the remake was great. Yeah. So and anyway, they're developing a new Karate Kid. Uh, now, it's without the involvement of the Cobra Kai showrunners, though the cast and crew have yet to be revealed. The latest, energy, uh, latest entry is touted as a return to the original Karate Kid franchise and is slated for a summer 2024 release. I love when things are touted. Yeah. Touted? Touted? Touted. 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 You got it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, at this point, I, there has been talks of how the Cobra Kai series could spawn its own film franchise, and that's a continuation of the original movies. Okay. So I guess the question is, does this ignore <laughs> the Cobra Kai stuff, or is it a continuation of that, or what? I, I can't imagine they could ignore that, because Cobra Kai is really popular. I, I literally don't know anyone who's into the show. However, the internet's always talking about it. So there's tons of people who watch the show. I just, how do you know that? Like, how do you get to that point where like, if we don't know anybody who's talking about it, someone's, I mean, I just, I'm just saying that we must not be hitting the right demographic with our friends. Not that, you know, okay. I mean, they're the best friends. All right. Clearly. I was trying to look it up. I can't find it. <clears throat> um, I, to me, this is whatever. No, you're, you're not excited. No. What if I told you? <laughs> oh, do tell. What if I told you this yes. was a continuation of the Hillary Swank Karate Kid? Chloe Moretz. <laughs> yeah, Chloe Moretz. Yeah, it was a Greta three. Right. Yeah, a Karate Kid three was Mr. Miyagi and right. Hillary Swank, right? Hillary. No, no. If you told me that, I'd be interested, but I wouldn't. I still wouldn't like wouldn't. this. And I I would be interested to the point where like some of the things we've talked about on the show before. Like, okay, I'm baseline interested. I need to see a trailer. I need to see who's starring in it. I need to see. I need to get some visuals. You know, yeah. like I'm I'm I'm. My response is like, okay. Yeah. Like, show me what we're talking about. Kicks and flips. That's all I want. <laughs> you know? I don't even care. But you know who does care? Who? Keanu Reeves. Dude, he cares about everything. Like, and everyone. Is he the hardest working man in show business? He's the most caring man <laughs> in, in show business. <laughs> Impossible. He cares about the little guy. More than Jason Bateman? Not even possible. Not even possible. To, to be more than Keanu Reeves. Right, right. Keanu Reeves. Someone remember someone's like you're beautiful and he was like, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. Yeah, I get. Yeah. The, I get he that spoke a lot. to all of us when he said. Right. <laughs> I'm sure he's talking yeah, mostly he, to you though. Most. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want yeah. to say anything. It right. was kind of. Well, you're modest. Was, I was the one who yelled at. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Keanu is set to reprise the role of John Constantine. <gasps> back in action. Back in action. Now I'm on board for this. Keanu Reeves is set to reprise the role of John Constantine in a continuation of the 2005 Warner Brothers DC film. 
Um, is this gap? This gap is longer than the Avatar gap. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's great. I think this is great. Yeah. that's a good role that didn't get fleshed out enough. Right. It was one of those movies that didn't. It just barely made money. Yeah, and I don't think he had the star power. Oh no. To like get a sequel done. Yeah, it was a little muddy, but it was also dated for the time. It was very ambitious for the time it came out, visually. I like that they're calling it a continuation. Yeah. Not a sequel, you know, and they're not even calling it a prequel or anything like that, but just, you know, a sort of, and I, they're leaving it open. They're leaving their options open. And by putting it here, it's not directly connected with any other DC property, yeah. Yeah. but it could be. I thought it not, was, but it could be. I thought it was cool that they chose to make the announcement on the Penn Cinema podcast. Yeah. That was great. When they was, called, I was like, yeah, again, I was like, this is the third thing you've asked us right. to talk about. Come on. I'll give you this one because Keanu Reeves thinks I'm beautiful. Right. right. I have a special thing. Yeah. He and I have a connection. <laughs> yeah. That we share no other two people on earth share. But you're exaggerating because you didn't take the phone call. Steve took the phone call. Yeah. Well, and Steve was like, I know David has a soft place in his heart for Steve you. Steve speaks for me. Yes, he does. On so many levels. Right. Yeah. Isn't it funny how much the two of you look alike too? It's really weird. Right. You get that a lot. Yeah. 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 The funny thing is, is that like I've got a full beard. Right. And he has just like. <laughs> A mutton, really, uh, mustache. Mutton, mutton chops. Mutton chops, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's got a mutton chops. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes I feel like we're not even talking about the same guy. <laughs> but it's weird, we are. Right, right. The, the ch- mutton chops are so thick, I think they're mustaches. Right, sometimes. right. There's only one Steve. Well, he, he, right. he puts them like mustaches, but on the side of his... <laughs> right. They're shaved like mustaches. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish somebody would remove the mutton chops. Yeah, but well, that's too difficult. But what's yeah. not too difficult yeah. is Disney's going to remove... They have removed... Patty Jenkins' Rogue Squadron movie from the release schedule. <sighs> this just follows up how... This went from funny and hilarious to... Mm-hmm. Patty Jenkins... Uh, well, remember, I think a week or two ago, we talked... After D3, yeah. D23, we, we said how they were saying there's no yeah. uh, movies on the slate. Yeah. And let's just reinforce well, we took that. we took that with a grain of salt. Yeah. This feels a little bit more serious. But you have to admit, since the announcement of this, it really has fallen off. Right. Wait, I don't know wait, 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 wait. What has really fallen off? News about Rogue Squadron. Yeah. Like, like everyone, it, there's a lot of news about how it was coming. She made the announcement. I don't remember if it was during a D23 or what, but she was like roller skating and she's like, I love Star Wars or whatever. And it was right before Wonder Woman 84 mm-hmm. came out. Then Wonder Woman 84, I'm going to say, didn't do as well as they expected. Not that it didn't do well. Well, they released it in the middle of COVID. Right. I mean, not literally in the middle of COVID, but they released it at a time when theater attendance was super low desert. Yeah. Yeah. So it didn't perform as well. So I think right. that her clout kind of, yeah, that's, kinda a, fell a, that's a shame. I feel like there's some sexism at play. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I, I would actually, this is one of the star Wars properties that I was actually kind of pumped for. What are we talking about with Andor? It's supposed to be really good. Yeah. I mean, they're putting mainstream commercials on mainstream TV. Yeah. It's supposed to be. It, here's what's weird. I think it premieres with three episodes in a few weeks, and that's like crazy. But uh, some people were like, "Is it because it's not good, or what? What's up with the three episode premiere?" I don't know why they don't just show a movie. Why are people so negative? I don't know. Well, they're skeptical. Yeah, yeah. 
But uh, I heard from some some people who know people who work on uh, films and such, and they're saying those people are buzzing about how good it is. Mm. So, and they're usually pretty honest. But oh yeah, it's it's going to be horrible right. if it's horrible. So, all right, you ready to move on to some trailers because that's all the news for today. <laughs> I was a beat off. Yeah, because I had to reach for my hat. Yeah, he almost had the moves. Hey, did you ever see this move? Well, let me see. Watch this. Okay. Oh, uh, uh, there was a twirl, and he put the hat on a his little head. Twirl and a flip. Yeah, it's not my first time with a hat. It, it, it's not. <laughs> I thought what? <laughs> I thought that was you just made that up. Yeah. No. 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 I got moves, baby. No. Wow. Honestly. I'm impressed. Should we just stop the show? Right. <laughs> I'm sure the listeners were super impressed, too. Oh, no doubt. Well, the listeners probably weren't impressed, but the watchers. We are streaming this for the everyone ones, live in the audience. The ones watching live on YouTube. Do we YouTube have any news live. about anything live coming up? Oh, what? A, what, are you, what? This just <laughs> in? And now, hence one bit of news. This just in. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've talked in years before about the Red Rose Film Festival, right? which we have talked about, promoted, and in 2019, you and I were uh, very involved. We did a live and it was great. broadcast from Zootropolis, right? Was, no, yeah, no, 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 no. The, the hotel. We've done Zootropolis, but, but at the Red Rose Film Festival in 2019, we did a live show from the hotel. Yeah. Which was great fun. Yeah. And then you moderated a panel with me and Chayla, mm -hmm. which was equally fun. Yeah. I was going to say even more fun, but no, it was not. How could it be? It was not more fun. Yeah. It was up there, though. <laughs> it, was a, it was a great weekend. And so then 2020, there was nothing. <clears throat> and then in 2021, the Red Rose Film Festival happened remotely, mm -hmm. which was like, okay. So I'm on the board. I work very closely with Ryan, who runs it. Me and Shayla are like the president and vice president of the board of directors. And so her theater, Zootropolis, is the sort of hub, the centerpiece of the 2022 Return to Full Action Red Rose Film Festival. Whoa. So stay tuned here for details. David and I are going to be doing a live show from Zootropolis. Yeah. Wow. Coming up soon. October? October 15th. Saturday, oh. October 15th. Mark your calendars. Clear your schedules. Yep. You've got plans to watch two guys talk about movies. What's up? What's up? Maybe yeah. there will be gifts. What? Maybe. For the audience? For you. <gasps> and if I give a gift to you and not random people in the audience, I would feel bad. Yeah. 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 That's true. You know what you could do, though? Talk to me. You could get them posters right like framed and then hold them for like a year and a half oh yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah well a year and a half would be ridiculous <laughs> no i no. mean that's yeah that's <laughs> crazy come, talk come on <laughs> hey, david you're, you're crazy you're so funny you're so funny with your <laughs> i'm just blowing things yeah. up left right yeah i'm just waiting for the right opportunity yeah and i was you thinking, want a surprise i was thinking like a live show would be a great, great. opportunity yeah that's true. And wait until you see the book I got you. Oh, my God. It is a doozy. <laughs> I hope it's not something I already have. <laughs> <laughs> it might be something you already had. 
Whoa. <laughs> like, as in you had it. Right. And then you loaned it to right. somebody. I may have even gotten it as a gift. Right. <laughs> that I then loaned out to somebody. Right. And now you might get it back as a gift. Wow. If, cross your fingers. Mm. You know, Hope, fingers crossed. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, no, all kidding aside. I am really excited about this year's Red yeah. Rose Film Festival. And actually, I should tell you, um, we have been doing some promotions leading up to it. If you're local in the Lancaster area, Thursday nights at 7 p.m. at Zootropolis, we are doing uh, six weeks. We've had two or three so far, and we have two or three left. Um, I'll be hosting this Thursday, which wow. is September 22nd. Um, we've been taking turns hosting them. And we're doing like uh, a little package of like, three or four films. Okay. They're not all feature length. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So you're not there eight hours, but it's a couple hours. It's an hour and a half. It's something like that. And it's at Zootropolis. So you can get, you know, a drink and some food and, um, see us and chit chat with the board. And so that's Thursday night, every Thursday night between now and October 15th at 7 PM at Zootropolis. And then on October 15th, uh, is the film festival. And I think there's stuff going on Friday night too. Um, there is. And then there's an award ceremony Saturday night at the Fulton Theater. So our friends at the Fulton are really big supporters. It's interesting because they, of course, the Fulton Theater, for those of you who don't know, is live stage productions. Yeah. And they're incredible. I just saw Kinky Boots there. Uh, Amy and I went with some friends, and we just had a ball. It was so fun. Um, but anyway, they're big supporters of the Red Rose Film Festival because it's all part of the arts community. Nice. You know, so they, uh, the guy who runs it, uh, Mark Robin, who's the creative and executive and producer like he's everything um he's just a big fan of of movies and he comes to Penn cinema quite frequently and when i asked him to support the red rose film festival he didn't even blink before he agreed to help us out so wow shout out to mark and all my friends at the fulton and if you're into independent so these are all independent films these are all you know small some are student made some are locally made some are from all over the country uh they come in and they'll they'll be uh, screened. I, I think there's screenings Friday night. I know they're all day Saturday, and then we're giving out awards, including a cash prize um, at the awards gala or something like that. Um, yeah. So anyway, so but the big headline is Penn and David, the Penn Cinema Podcast, live, live back, our first time live since 2019, right? Yeah. 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 That's crazy. We're back, baby. And better than ever. And better than ever. Yeah. Are you ready to get into some better than ever trailers? I should wear my hair clips. I mean. I just assume. You, we're going to get a photo afterwards. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You're going to be all spiffed out, pigtails and all hair right, clips yep. and hat. So we have a, a ton of trailers. Yeah. I got to tell you, I got to reveal something to you. Talk to me. This first trailer here, mm. I really wanted to watch. It's the only trailer I forgot to watch. Mm. Well, I'll cover it for you. Yeah. Violent Night... Violent Night mm. is easily the worst trailer of the week. Really? Yeah. David Harbour. So lame. Yeah. And I love him. Yeah. But I didn't dig the trailer. Santa Claus is coming to town. Yep. To save you, right? No. Moving on. Maxine. You're going to tell you what it's about? I don't remember what it's about because it was so bad. Santa, He's Santa Claus and he has to save some people. And it's a horror movie where he saves people. No. Yeah. Not the one I saw. Violent, Violent Night? No. He's Santa. No. Yeah. Did you watch the right trailer? I may have watched the wrong trailer. I think that's okay because I 
So how do you, how, why do you assume that I watched the wrong trailer? Maybe you watched the wrong trailer. I didn't even watch the trailer. <laughs> so you're just assuming. I, I, so wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. I had, so, I had tra- the reason I think that you watched the wrong trailer is because when I when I Googled the trailer, I couldn't find it. And I was like, I have to come back and find this. David didn't even watch the trailer, and he's still sure of himself that I watched the wrong one. When you know, you know. When you know, you know. <laughs> real knows real. Right? Yeah. yeah. The trailer that I watched uh-huh. for some movie called Violent Night is about these – I'm not sure if it's it's some kind of research lab. might be students. It might be random people. But they all get hypnotized. And then while they're under, they see, like, horror. And then they make some connection while they're under. And then that connection, like, stays with them. Okay. Yeah, that's not the right movie. Yeah. Yeah, because this one is about David Harbour's Santa Claus, and he has to save some people. All right, well, maybe that has hope. Maybe that's good, but the one maybe. I saw was terrible. Maybe. Don't bother. Moving on, we got a movie from A24. Pronounced Maxine. Maxine. Maxine spelled with three X's. It's, are you sure it's not Ma Triple Xine? Oh, that could be. Yeah. Now, do you know about Maxine? No. Okay. Perhaps you're familiar with a... A movie called uh, X. Yeah. That just came out. Yep. Right? And that was a prequel to another movie called... You forget? RRR? I forget. No. <laughs> RRR is different. It was a movie... So this is this might be an unprecedented thing. If this comes out... These are real... These are fast, low-budget A24 movies. And it's possible that this movie could come out before the end of the year. And if it does... It'll be a full trilogy of movies that came out within one year, like made, produced, and released within one year. The first one, I can't remember what it was called. Uh, Goonies Jason would know. It was about the people who went to the barn to to film a a porno, and and there's an old lady, and she's crazy, and her and her husband kill everybody. Mm -hmm. And then X was, or or is the movie called Pearl? Pearl's in theaters right now. Pearl. Okay, so the first movie's called X. Okay. Pearl is the prequel to X about how the old lady oh, becomes oh, oh, crazy. Okay. Maxine is the conclusion. The sequel. Yeah. Okay. So Well, the trailer's really cool. I forget what song. I forgot to write down what song, but it's basically just panning over the title of the movie, like real glossy, and it has some cool song from the 80s. That, yeah, instead of the Hollywood sign that says Maxine. Right. With three X's. Right. Yeah. So it's a, it's a legit teaser trailer. But I'll give it an honorable mention for the week just because I thought it was it was effect like as stupid as it sounds, because it literally was just panning over Maxine as the Hollywood sign instead of the Hollywood. Um, so there really wasn't much to it. And yet, like I feel stupid for saying this, but it held my attention. Like somehow it was an effective teaser yeah. trailer. It kinda it kinda told me nothing. And yet, I it held my attention. So I agree with that. I give it good honorable mention for a good, good solid teaser trailer. Yeah. Yeah. So all right. So what's this next one? So the next one is interesting. It's called "I Want to Dance with Somebody." It's a uh, biopic about Whitney Houston. It stars Stanley Tucci as Clive Davis. Uh, it's in the the genre of like Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, or I think it's written by the same guy. Written by the same guy. I have a. So this trailer looks amazing, and, and yeah. you know Whitney Houston's obviously iconic legend, superstar. I have here's my here's my tiny hesitation that has nothing to do with the trailer. A few years ago, Mark Ponce and I went to um, the Tribeca Film Festival. Okay, and 
here comes some story where you saw Whitney Houston from four right. miles away. Right, right. You winked at her, right. and she didn't wink back. Right. You don't got time yeah, for her anymore. Right, I don't got yeah, time for yeah, her. Yeah. No, 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 it's nothing like that. I think she is dead, right? I mean, she's dead to you. (laughs) She, we watched a movie called, can I just be me? Mm. I think that if that's not the name of the movie, it's something like that. Okay. It might be, I think it's, can I just be me? But it might be, can I just be Whitney? You know, something like that. And the movie was a documentary with all like real life footage. And it was sobering because it was a very raw look at, her struggles as a superstar. Yeah. Like she loves the music. She didn't love being a superstar. Like she had a pure unadulterated passion for making good music. She didn't really care, you know, about being a superstar. Right. She didn't, that didn't ring her bell. You know what I mean? So to speak. And so that movie shows a real dark, unhappy piece of her life. Mm. And this movie looks like somebody wants to clean it up and sort of make sure that her um, legacy yeah. is protected, which I'm kind of on board with because I love her. And, you know, she, I, I, in my opinion, I feel like she's a little bit of a tragic figure. Um, so I'm fine with like cleaning up her legacy, but I also feel like a little bit like, what was that movie about Elton John rocket man? I think it was like that movie touched on some of his real struggles. Um, and even Bohemian Rhapsody did too. So maybe I should have a little more faith. You know I mean? That, That the guy who wrote it will, you know, take the full picture into account, but, um, she has an, an incredible story. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the movie. The trailer is great. Um, St- of course, everybody loves Stanley Tucci. If yeah. you don't know who Clive Davis is, he's a legendary music producer. Uh, he's responsible for Whitney Houston. Um, and this movie comes out. I want, it's called I Want to Dance with Somebody, obviously taken from one of her biggest hits, and it comes out at Christmas time. So what about forward to seeing it. her most famous movie, whitney where Whitney <laughs> has to go... <laughs> Undercover with the Amish, <laughs> right? Until their new album right. comes it's, out, it's the lesser known. Yeah, it's, <laughs> right. That's the one I always think. Right, of think right. Of it didn't be. play everywhere. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. You saw it. Where would you have seen it in nineteen? That came out in what eighty six? It was eighty. It was the summer of eighty six. Summer of eighty six. Right. Yeah. But I didn't see it till till like early fall. Yeah. Because I wasn't I wasn't about all the hype. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> where did you go to movies when you were a teenager? When I was a teenager. Yeah. I mean, it was regal. The manor was open when you were a teenager? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and before, uh, there was a point where I lived a block away from the Ritz. Okay. In New Holland when that was a yeah, yeah, yeah. So I saw a couple movies there. Now it's a consignment shop or and, something. And back then, well, we had a lot of choices back then. Because we had the Epic in downtown. Okay. Uh, which we I saw some of the Star Wars re-releases It was like there. an Epic 4, right? Wasn't yeah. it a fourplex? Yeah. Yeah. A, yeah. And then, um, what's the other one that we had? Was it a Pacific downtown as well? On Queen Street. Yeah. It was a two-plex. Yeah. And then Regal was around right before, like, they Re- went out. When Regal we, opened in the 90s. Yeah. So they, I had those as a teenager. And then um, Hershey, there was the Hershey Park one. Uh, Cocoplex. Is that what it's called? I yeah. can't remember what it was called. It was called. a sevenplex. It was called the Cocoplex. Yeah. It was on this side of Hershey. I, no, 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 no. The one at... Not Hershey, Dutch Wonderland. Oh, Dutch Wonder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's where well, I saw The Matrix. That's where I saw Titanic. 
Really? Yeah. Me and Amy saw that. There. I remember I convinced my friend who didn't like movies to go because I wanted to go so bad. Yeah. And he was like, what's it about? I was like, I don't know. No he's idea. Like, you got to enter the matrix to find out. Yeah. And he was just like, eh, uh, afterwards. And I was like, my world was right. changed. You know? right. And he was just clearly, he wasn't a movie guy. So right. I, he just like, I drug him to this thing. Yeah. Because I, I, I don't think I could drive. What about, there was a twin on the corner where the sheets is now by the Eden. There was a there was a, a twin there. Yeah, I went to movies there. What was it called? I I I think we called it the Eden Twin. It was on Eden Road, oh, coming yeah, down yeah, two seventy two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I definitely went there to were, movies there. There were a lot of theaters, but there was no megaplexes. Well, what happened? I mean, I don't want to like. We should do a show. Yeah. About the history of the movies because all of those theaters went out of business when they started inventing sixteen plexes. Yeah. You know, and twelve plexes and ten plexes because in the old days you had two or four screens and you would get some like this theater would get ET and that theater would get star Wars and this theater would get Indiana Jones and that theater would get Rambo. Like that every movie did not necessarily play at every theater. Well then theater owners and studios started wising up and being like, well, if we built bigger theaters, we could play every movie, but bigger theaters couldn't be built in downtowns. You don't have the footprint for it. And that's the beginning of what killed off all the twoplexes and fourplexes in little downtowns across America. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sitting here. I'm. I guess I'm a part of the problem. But it happened before I came along. Um, you are the problem. Yeah. So they yeah. built Manor in the '90s, which was a 16plex, a little bit out of town, but still in town on Manor Avenue at mm-hmm. the shopping center. Um, and that was the first multiplex in Lancaster. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big deal. And for a long time, it was the only multiplex. Right, yeah. and everything else shut down. That was like the only theater to go to. Right, because that was that theater had so many seats and so many screens. It could play, it could literally play every single movie. Seeing the Lord, like Lord of the Rings, there we were yep. in lines like all the way outside. Star yep. Wars, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, moving on. We have what may be Bruce Willis's last movie. Yeah, Detective Night, Rogue. Starring Bruce Willis, it's Lionsgate, it's a bank robbery. I feel like that's a misplaced colon. I think it's Detective, Detective Night, Night, Night Rogue. Rogue. Okay, all the listings I saw had that colon in there. Oh, interesting. But the title just says Detective Night Rogue. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Yeah, on, like, on the title on the screen. So it's Bruce Willis, uh, it's a Lionsgate bank robbery cop thing. It says it's in the theaters, but for like a split second. It says in theaters and on demand on October 21st. I was really into this trailer. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Not that it's anything special. We've talked about this on the show a million times. Right. This looks like a show you've seen before. Right. Right. Like pizza. But it still looked really good. I may watch this just to see Bruce Willis. I, I'm going to have to look up and see if this is the last one. Right. If, if it's the last one to come out or if it's the last one he filmed. Because he's not doing movies anymore. And, yeah. and, and you can tell, excuse me, even in the trailer, he looks not quite there. Right. He's yeah. not doing stunts. He's just kind of standing there. Right. Yeah. And not, not to knock the guy. No, I mean, no. I mean, he's going through some rough stuff. Yeah. And it looked yeah. like a good trailer. It's Like I said, it's nothing special, but it looked like a good trailer. Yeah. Uh, all right. Decision to leave. Mm. This is almost my trailer of the week. This is my trailer of the week. Really? Yes. Okay. This is made by a prolific Korean director who did uh, Vengeance or um, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. He did Old Boy, and he did Sympathy for Lady Vengeance, uh, along with some other movies that if you didn't he do Korean, Parasite, he didn't do Parasite, or did the studio, studio somebody? Like, yeah, there. He might have produced Parasite, but okay. he, the movies that he directed, 
Old Boy, which has a remake, American remake. Uh, Sympathy for Lady Vengeance has an American remake, but it's called something else. And Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance is great. Those three movies are just like amazing mm. Korean action, mm. but they're like hardcore, yeah, uh, violent. So, um, I thought this looked amazing. It yeah. looked so weird. Yeah, like his, in, his movies are weird in an exciting way. Yeah, yeah, and so. it has and, and but it, but I also I think. For a simple guy like me, mm. it had a string of like, there's an element of mystery to it. Yeah. Like, like it looked really out there and wonderful and brilliant and weird and all those fabulous things. But at its heart, it also looked a little bit just like a murder mystery. Right. Like there's a cop who's trying to solve a crime and all kinds of weird tangential storylines that go along with it. Yeah. But at, at its heart, it looks to me like it's a thriller. Yeah. It's like... It- it seems like a, a guy falls while he's he's hiking, and then they're like, "But maybe his wife did it, but she's got an alibi." And then they're like, "Wait, maybe his wife is a ser- is a serial killer. Maybe she's a trained killer for hire." It just gets really crazy, and then he kind of gets involved with the wife somehow. Well, the wife laughs when she sees the body. Yeah, like it's it's it looks weird in all the all the great ways. Yeah, in all the right ways. Speaking of weird, in maybe the wrong ways. Yeah, American Murderer from Saban Films. This did nothing for me. It did not. I spaced out during this yeah. trailer. So you know how we use the the pizza analogy a lot? Yeah. You ever like at a friend's house or a party? So in other words, there's other food options and you see pizza. Yeah. And you're like, Ugh. You, you know what I mean? Like it looks like the, Again? You, you know, well, not only, right. Not only that, but like I could eat pizza like every day. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, but. There's nothing wrong you with might. pizza. <laughs> you don't know that I don't. Yeah, yeah that's it. You could. Right. You probably you do. Don't, you don't know. Don't judge. Right. My point is, sometimes, as strange as this is to say, you see a pizza and you're like, eh. Yeah. Like the, the yeah, crust yeah. is yeah. nasty looking and the, there's more sauce than there is cheese. I don't even eat cheese, but I know that a good pizza needs to have cheese on it. Mm. And to me, this looks like bad pizza. You don't eat cheese pizza. <laughs> now, b- before you go judging me, before you're right, Hold on. too late. <laughs> Welcome to episode one. Right. right. <laughs> All right. Next movie is called Corsage. This is my trailer. Yes, this is an amazing, amazing trailer. I cannot wait to see this movie. Yeah, this movie had me on like the edge of like I really want to see this. It had one fault. Mm. One mm. fault, and just the way that they made the trailer. Uh, so, can I, can I guess? Okay, I'm just guessing. Yeah, is are you going to criticize the fact that the back third of the trailer is cluttered up with so many descriptions from newspaper reports? No. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. No. Okay. So that uh, the music, the pacing of this, like right. it's just a really well made yeah. trailer. Really, really well. So made. good. Um, it looks like are they French? Dignitaries, European, European dignitaries. It's like non-English European. You know when they say a, it's a period piece, yeah, and whatever that means to you, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, so it's about dignitaries and like the wife marries into a, a good to a, a prominent family, but then it's about it's about the imprisonment of riches. Oh, 
where she has all these been there. Yes. She has all these things, <laughs> but she's imprisoned by them. Yeah. Like she's got to perform. She can't poor little rich girl. Yeah. She can't really do all the things that everyone thinks right. like princess Rhaenyra in house of dragons. Right. Right. Yeah. So, um, that's a good metaphor, but yeah, it's house of the dragon. So house of the dragon, but it's it not right. a metaphor. Analogy. I don't know which one it's a simile. No, it's not a simile. It's a, it's a simile because he used the word like. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I don't think it's that either. She starts rebelling. (laughs) Whatever it is. It's definitely a thing. It's a thing. (laughs) Comparison. Right. Yeah. Um, The trailer looks amazing. Here's where it got me. All right. Yeah. You were, you were going to share with us your problem. And you actually wrote it down. Oh, they have this powerful. Oh yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. Lion doesn't lose sleep over the opinion of sheep. She says this line in the middle of the trailer, and it's really pro- – you're like, whoa, whoa. like a reaction to right. something that he says. Right. Like, whoa, that's crazy. And then the trailer's about to end. It's super like – Oh, so look, good. Look. And then the trailer's about to end, and then she says it again, but it's very clearly just the clip of that audio of her saying it. I'm like, it's not as powerful now. Why did we have to hear it again? Like, why did you – like, it wasn't right. like she said it differently. Right. Or someone else said it. Right. It was like – it was literally the same clip. Right. But you're just, she's just not on screen. So it would have worked as really powerful at the end had right. we not heard it. Or in the or, middle. Or just where they showed it. Right. But by showing it twice, I was like, it just killed the vibe. Nah, bro. But overall, I love the trailer. You know who said something similar to that? What? Princess Rhaenyra. Mm. How do you say it? Rhaenyra, I think. Rhaenyra? Yeah. Um, when she was sneaking out, have you seen the episode where she sneaks out with her uncle? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she's going through town, and the uncle says, nobody's going to want a girl queen right and she says their opinion is of no matter to the th- to the throne or something right yeah and that's exactly what this woman's saying yeah yeah lion doesn't care the opinion of sheep yeah the lion doesn't sleep lose sleep over the opinion of sheep all right we have one more or no we have two more one more did, what, did, you, did you throw the other one back on i i i meant to so yeah. david found a trailer you ever you ever fall through alice's looking glass I mean, all the time, all the time. Right. So I pull up this trailer for this movie called, what's it called? The comeback of Tanya Tucker. Yeah. The The return of return of Tanya Tucker. Right. With Belinda Carlisle. Something like that. I didn't know anyone in it. It's a documentary. Yeah. So I pull it up online on YouTube. I go to YouTube. I type the title into the search bar and it comes up that I can watch the movie right now. Oh, for six bucks or 20 bucks. I didn't even look because I didn't click on it. And then it, it comes up that the whole movie came out six months ago. So I turn around in my seat and I say to David, hey, this movie already came out. Yeah. And David's like, no, I, I just watched the trailer. For, I thought the trailer just dropped like four days ago. And I said, no. And so then to prove to David that I was right, I spun back around in my chair and clickety-clack typed it into the search bar. And it pulled up a trailer that just dropped four days ago. For a movie that I don't know when it so comes out. It was a new drop of the trailer, but for a movie that's already been out. No, I don't know that. Oh. I, I think the first thing, I don't know what I would Maybe think. it was the wrong thing. Well, that's I, never happened before. What I think it, right, as strange as that would be. <laughs> yeah, you know, David, there's a first for everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's a first time for everything. I was glad to have been here right. for it. Yeah, it was exciting. Yeah. You know, Steve noted it in the journal. He's like, oh, yeah. write this oh one down. Boy, that was the day. <laughs> huh? Remember that time? 
What do you know about Tanya Tucker? Well, listen, let me finish my thought. I, okay. I think what I saw the first time was tickets to go see a Tanya Tucker concert. Um, I could be wrong, okay. but I think either that or maybe there was like a special screening. Yeah, I think they might have screened it at, at festivals. To benefit someone. Yeah. This is a documentary by, I think, Belinda Carlisle or Melinda Carlisle, somebody um, about the great country's Western star, Tanya Tucker. Yeah. Tanya. I think they call her Tanya, Tanya. Tucker. Not because Tanya is spelled different. I think it's spelled the same. But anyway, whatever. To me, this looked, it was fine. It was like run of the mill documentary trailer. If you love country Western music and if you love true stories, you probably love this documentary. Right. I, it's the kind of thing I might tune in one day while I'm folding laundry or something, but yeah, it yeah. didn't really do anything for me. Speaking of another documentary trailer that caught my interest that I'll never actually watch. Mm. Buried, the 1982 Alpine Meadows Avalanche. This looked like a compelling documentary about a bunch of people who died in an avalanche. I assume they died. I don't know. Um, and digging them out. Um, did you uh, see me watch it? I did. Yeah. However, I I can't imagine going to the theater to see this. And this is this is something if I was flipping through the channel right. and I saw it, Maybe. I'd be like, oh, okay. Or if it was on Netflix and I was super bored, right. I might... But I don't. I people just, people have made great documentaries that are exciting and inspiring, and the camera, the photography, etc., is breathtaking and all yeah. this kind. This looked old Let's and see, kind of old. found and kind of like whatever. 1982 footage. I, I don't mean to be disrespectful because I'm sure you know there's a lot in there. Yeah, but you're gonna be. But I'm gonna be. Yeah. It's just how I was raised. I want one of the quotes to just prove like all these great things. She's like, I don't want to be disrespectful, but it's just how I was raised. Nothing like else. <laughs> right. like, that's, just the, that's just the quote. Ted Ketchum gets in a bucket. All right. Well, that's our trailers. Um, you ready to move to movie reviews? I'm so ready to move to movie reviews. We saw See How They Run. And by we, I mean. See How They Run is based on the Three Blind Mice song, right? Uh-huh. And. Does Three Blind Mice do or do not have a special connection to one mystery writer, Agatha Christie? Ooh. Uh-huh. Do they or do they not? Well, there is they do. a play. Yes, called? Mousetrap. Right. Which was turned into a movie? Mm-hmm. In London Town? Okay. In London's right. West End? I'm thinking my boy actually saw this movie. <laughs> He's filling in enough of the blanks. <laughs> a little bit more than what was in the trailer. <laughs> did you really see the movie? I did. I, okay. I watched this movie and I watched, like, I know that I'm lucky to be able to do this. Yeah. I watched this movie in the perfect possible way. Mm. In the, the movie 40. theater, oh. in the morning, with a tall cup of coffee and a bagel and just in heaven. Nice. The movie nice. was so nice. well nice. suited. You know, it's such a, it's a, it's a beautiful movie. There's no social messaging. There's no controversy. There's no no angst. Right. Right. You know, there it's just it, I fun might be sort of the perfect word for it. It's not necessarily funny, although there are hysterical moments. I I did laugh out loud, but it's amusing. Amusing might be the best word for it. I'm going to go with that. Okay. My opinion of this movie is disappointing. Okay. I expected a lot more. Mm. Um, I feel like the guy who created this, who directed this, really likes Wes Anderson. 
Yes. And he tried to make a Wes Anderson yes. film. This movie was so close to greatness. I would love to see him comment on that point. Yeah. It's so close to great. It's so close. That's why I was disappointed. Because it's it's good. Let it's me ask not, you, It's not a bad movie. Let me ask you this. Would you like this movie more if it was a Wes Anderson movie? Well, they'd have to make a lot of changes. They'd make some changes. To make it more Wes. Here's the things that didn't hit. Okay. Is that... He wanted to have quirky characters, mm -hmm. but none of them were quite quirky enough to be like wacky, just enough to be like, oh, they're kind of being weird. Okay. I wish Sarah Ronan would have kept up her bit about the bad puns throughout the whole film. Yeah. she She's amazing. And Adrian Brody is fantastic. Yes. I mean, every, they all are. Yeah, they all are. Sam Rockwell's good too, but the, I felt like the Sam Rockwell character nah. was... He was supposed to be like, he was either supposed to be the straight man or the funny guy. And they kind of tried to make him a little bit of right. both. And, and what they do. So he just was like kind of very bland. What'd they do? They just put him in clothes that were too big for him? Yeah. So that he could kind of look like disheveled. So then my other problem is if it's going to be a sat, because it's a satire. Right. Of, and a great one at that. Of whodunits. If it's going to be a satire of whodunits, then it needs to be more satirical instead of like they're pointing out like oh whodunits follow this formula and then they follow the formula right and you know I, you know what wouldn't i'm oh, sorry finish i almost need to see it here's the weird thing it's yeah. like i was real i didn't dislike this movie i was just disappointed which is almost worse because i want it to be good yeah and i still even thinking about it now i was like ah, some of those some of like the comedy is really good but it just wasn't, the highs weren't high enough and the lows weren't low enough. So it just came across as like a deadpan to me. Yeah, the whole thing was deadpan. It was very, and that's one of the things I enjoyed about it was that it was not stressful. It was not like a wild ride. The laughs were funny, but they weren't like cheap or hysterical. Right. Like she, Saoirse showed her comedy chops. She's great. In my opinion, when she, when she said stuff like, this is where he got killed with the ski and it was all downhill from there. <laughs> right, and yeah. then she just she just said it, you know. Yeah, well, I I like like in the beginning he sh yeah Sam Rockwell shows up to investigate the murder scene and he's like oh broken pot and it's just it turns out he's like no no that's uh, that's when so and so died he's like there's another body she's like no no this is in a the, set in the play <laughs> yeah um you know what all right you know how you and I frequently could have written better movies than the people who wrote the movies? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a burden that we live with. It's, it's hard, right. but we do it. Right. It's our gift. What I, would have, what I would have done. <laughs> no, just a gift. Just a, just a <laughs> gift. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. What, what would have made this movie interesting to me is if they leaned into, like, the sacred cow. And what I mean by that is... They should have killed off Agatha Christie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like somehow in that wild, as it came to a climax in her home, like off in the woods or whatever, like there should have been some miscue and she takes it in the head or something like that. Right. Like, you yeah, know what I mean? It could like, have gotten a little bit wackier. Like that's what exactly what I'm saying. And that would have been a really funny way to like bring the whole thing, you know, yeah. to like it, it. It never got to that next level. It never broke through to total zaniness right and that's the part that kind of right like because you want it to be just a little bit more zany to like you're like oh it's about to get really fun right and instead of just like 
okay. But it did. I mean, it, it, did, it, it did get more fun. I'm, yeah, I don't know. I was interested that it, it's doing like okay, but it's okay. it it was not a big hit. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a bigger hit. So what are you going to give it, best movie? Yeah, I thought it was the best movie I've ever seen. No, it's yeah, best movie I've ever seen. I'm going to give it the worst movie of all time. <sighs> Just because I was disappointed. But go see it. You're ready to be a dad. My dude... I'm just disappointed. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not angry. I'm not angry. I'm just it's disappointed. disappointed. <laughs> Born no, to be dead. The, the movie was great. Um, I also liked the tie. Like, I liked how at the end it said the end, but then there was a few more minutes that was kind of cheeky. Yeah. Yeah. They broke the fourth wall and, you know, sort of told us don't tell anyone who did it. And then I immediately ran up to our studio and started the podcast to tell everybody who did it. Yeah. 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 Right. Nobody would have ever guessed it was Saoirse Ronan. Yeah. That's the right. crazy part. Yeah. I was like, was she was the funny one. Right. And the killer. Right. What? What? All right. Next week, what are we going to watch? Uh, Contra- don't, don't worry, darling. Controversial film. Are, are, are we sure this is controversial? Talk to me about the controversy. Why is it controversial? Uh, it's not the movie. Right. It's around the movie. Why? So you don't know. I mean, I've heard bits. There's problems with Florence Pugh. We've talked about it on the Penn Cinema podcast, which I've been here for every episode. And I don't remember. Well, we've both missed one episode. Oh, did you do one by yourself too? Yeah. Okay. So we both missed one episode. Unless you talked about it on that one episode. (laughs) Yeah, I did. Way before it was a thing. Right. Before it ever existed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So let me, you want the whole story? Short. Okay, Shia LaBeouf was supposed to be in it. Right. Right? But then he left, and they said it was because he had an addiction problem. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Not because of my public problems that are also a thing that are real, that are happening. (laughs) But because um, I wasn't vibing or something. I I was... I wasn't. They they said that they told him to leave, and he's like, "No, no, I won't, I left on my own accord." Okay. And then he released all these texts and stuff of him them be, begging him to stay. Ah. That's that's part one. Okay. Because I thought there was a problem with Florence. Yeah. Then then you got Florence Pugh, who was dating uh, Zach Braff, who is best friends with uh, Andy Lloyd Webber. No. <laughs> Jason Sudeikis. Oh, my boyfriend. Oh, my Broadway friends that get a kick out of that one. Yeah, he's best friends with... Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah. Jason Jason Sudeikis. Sudeikis. And Jason Sudeikis and um, the director. Right. What's her name? Yep. They were married. Right. And... Not Greta Gerwig, is it? Yes. Yes. Yeah, no, it's not Greta Gerwig. It's uh, uh, Olivia. Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde. Who also is in the movie? Yes. So then Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis were still together at the start of filming. Uh-oh. And Hugh and Harry Styles to replace uh, Shia LaBeouf. And apparently Shia and Olivia, or not Shia, uh, Harry Styles and Olivia were getting a little bit too close, which upset Florence because of the, she was friends with Jason Sudeikis and then they got a divorce and then she got together with Harry almost immediately but then also there were sex scenes with Harry and she was uncomfortable about how that was the only like that was taking majority of of her screen time were these sex things and she was like this isn't like a good feminist movement or something and Olivia's like oh no it's we're like we're doing it tastefully or whatever 
turned into a big thing between the two of them. That's one big thing. This sounds so, like a, this is starting to sound like a eighth grade middle school project. Right. So Florence Pugh doesn't want to do any of the promotion that she doesn't contractually have to do. Doesn't talk about the film online, even though Olivia Wilde's like, Oh, Florence is great. She's amazing. And Florence is just not talking about Olivia. Then so dumb. come to what, fe- what uh, award ceremony just happened? The Emmys? Golden uh, Globes. Golden, whatever. Toronto Golden. International Film Festival. Maybe that. I don't, yeah. The, fe- okay. to the Toronto okay. Film Festival. Tiff, tiff happened. And they were showing the movie there, right? And Olivia's sitting, and then next to her is Chris Pine, and Harry Styles walks in, hmm. and if you watch the footage, it sure does look like he walks up and spits on Chris Pine's lap and then sits down. And Chris Pine's like, what it just happened? And so it was like, did he spit on him? And then afterwards, it looks like Olivia says to him, we're over. So and then, the controversy has nothing to do with the content of the film. The controversy yeah. is all these little children right. are dating each other. And so it's Hollywood. It's Hollywood buzz about how crazy this is. And people are like, you have to see it for how crazy, how all this back stuff. But the reviews for the movie are pretty low. Like they're saying it's not actually that great. I think it looks amazing. I think it looks good too. I can't wait to see it. We're going to find out. I'll tell you what, uh, all the royalty that doesn't care what the sheep think and their opinion doesn't matter to the crown. Well, the people want to see this movie because the pre-sales are solid. Oh yeah. That's, and that's all because of this like crazy shenanigans. No, no, I'm not sure it's because of the crazy shenanigans. Here's why I think it's solid. I think they want to come see Harry Styles. That's true too. I think the Harrys are just coming out. Like they don't, they're not in the loop on, I mean, I'm sure they're in the loop, but you know what I mean? Like they don't care. The gossip part doesn't bother them. They're not impressed. They don't care. Their you boy, Harry Styles. I'm saying, I think Who he, doesn't? I think he is that strong of a draw. Yeah. And I think after this movie, he will be the A-lister headliner for the next movie. Yeah. Like he's in this movie. The next movie is going to be his movie. Mm. That's my prediction. Wow. Speaking of predictions, we had a write-in this week from a very important uh, listener. You might know him uh, from a certain theme song. We do the gobble gobble. We do the turkey wobble. We do the gobble gobble. That's right. The mystery gobble wrote in. He just said, "Can we just preface this? Yeah, never believe anything the gobble says." Well, the thing is, I he didn't have to say it. (laughs) He used somebody else's words, and I was like, for a minute, I was like, "Is am I just listening to the podcast?" (laughs) Did he send us a clip of the show? And and then I was like, "Well, there's video for this. It sounds so familiar." That's. Let me just play. All right. Miserable slug. You think you can talk your way out of this? You betrayed me. No, I didn't. Honest. Oh, I ran out of gas. I had a flat tire. I, I didn't have enough money for cab fare. My touch didn't come back from the cleaners. An old friend came in from out of town. Someone stole my car. There was an earthquake. A terrible flood. Locust. It wasn't my fault. I swear to God. <laughs> Locust. <laughs> And that is Penn when he didn't see the promaster. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my God. So funny. Yeah. Now, we've talked about comedies. Yeah. If you are what's the age cutoff? Like there's there's a population of our listeners 
who immediately knew where that was from. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Would yeah. you have known? Did you know? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then there's a, a group of our listeners who are like, oh, I don't got it. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I think I'm on the, like, razor's edge. You're on the cutting edge. Yeah. That, that was James, Jim Belushi, right? Or was that John Belushi? It was, was John Belushi, I think. Yeah. In uh, the end of Blues Brothers. Right. When his um, wife, hot off her role as Princess Leia. Yeah. He meets him in a tunnel with a flamethrower or a machine gun a or something, gunner, yeah. shotgun. Yeah. And she's he, been trying to kill him the whole movie. Right, right, right. She finally yeah. corners him and he's begging, explaining to her all the reasons why he didn't show at the wedding. Yeah. And he was saying, My car broke down, it ran out of gas. My brother was in town. <laughs> my, yeah. my friend came in from out of town. Locus, I swear to God, it wasn't my fault. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it's, that. It's great. I do that all the time. I love because I work with teenagers, right? Wow. Yeah. So we have a lot of teenagers in our business and yeah. it's the best when they try to explain why they didn't do something because <laughs> it's always like a long list of reasons yeah. and they all contradict each other right you know <laughs> right clearly all right why don't you read this one because i think it's it's t- tailor made for you can you read it after um uh, i noticed you got bored there for a little bit and we're just drawing I, i've never been bored on this show for a single second and that is the god's <laughs> truth god's truth but I do have hand a pe- to God, and you drew but, that hand. But I, I, but I do have a pen in my hand, and I frequently <laughs> just absentmindedly doodle while I'm right. talking to you. Right. But that is true, David. I have, is that a turkey? Yes, it's a Thanksgiving turkey. <laughs> Thanksgiving I used my turkey. hand like a little four-year-old to make a turkey. I was going to give it to you for Father's Day, so now you ruined it. Thanks a lot. Oh, <laughs> That's Father's on you, Day. buddy. <laughs> All right, we got another note. Okay. We've had a good streak here with our, our friend Tony Baloney. Yeah. Tony Turkey Furky. Right. <laughs> the ham lover himself. Right. <laughs> good thing is, what did we say? Good thing his parents didn't name him Boast Beef. <laughs> Boast Beef. <laughs> 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 All right. So Tony Baloney has had, he's had by his own report. Yeah. He's had some social issues. Yeah. it's He's been led astray. Right. By, and he claimed it was, it was Penn. Right. Who's been leading him astray. Right. But- this week, it may have we may have turned the corner. Hopefully, right. So Tony Baloney writes in and says, "I made an edict to continue to use Penn's advice. I can't quit you, Penn. Who could? Right. So we've been trying for 190, 190 weeks. I was like, maybe if I do it on air, I finally <laughs> David keeps texting me, we're through. Yeah. And then he keeps showing up. Like, uh, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I bet we're through this week. Time for a new one. <laughs> All right, so Tony Baloney wrote in and he made an edict. To continue to use Penn's advice. Mm. I can't quit you. So I decided to post a sign to my beautiful car. Last week, David, you remember, we it was either last week or the week before we talked about making signs, yeah, like yeah. at a sporting event. And then you smartly chimed in, hey, if you're not at sporting events, just make another random sign. Right. So Tony wrote in and said, so I decided to post a sign on my beautiful car and drive around to show my support for the podcast. And to his credit, he did attach... A picture of the sign. Yeah. Which was what? Roughly the size of a post-it note. <laughs> yeah. One might even say it was a post-it note. <laughs> I don't know. I choose to believe it was a handcrafted. I mean, things appear smaller. Right. In, you know, right. there. So, right. Yeah. I picture Tony at like Michael's Arts and Crafts store. <laughs> buying a gigantic sheet of yellow paper, like four by eight foot. Yeah. You yeah. know, and then like a sculptor. Just... <laughs> 
cutting away the pieces until he got it to the exact right size. Of a post-it note. Which was roughly, just to describe, roughly the size of a post-it note. He applied just enough glue at the top. Well, he bought a little bottle of of (laughs) adhesive, rubber rubber cement probably, and just touched it up just a tiny bit along just the top side. Yeah, we don't want to be crazy here. Right. You know, so just along the top side of this finely handcrafted piece of yellow. Little square. Right, little square. Yeah. And on it, yeah, I couldn't see close enough, but I think it was in calligraphy. I assume he used like a fancy 1776, you know, ink feather, oh, feather no pen. Doubt. And it says, listen to the Penn Cinema podcast. It was crazy. So that's the sign in his car, and he was kind enough to send us a picture. So... He decided to post a sign to my beautiful car and drive around to show my support for the podcast. So I was on my way home from work, minding my own business. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. <laughs> I was minding my way. I'm not even going to spell that out. If you get that reference, you get the reference. So I was on my way home from work, minding my own business, driving down the highway. I was driving down the highway on my way home from work, minding my own business. <laughs> when I noticed a Pennsylvania state trooper behind me, He lights me up like a Christmas tree, and I pull over. He walks up to my car and says, do you know why I pulled you over? I began to sweat as another great moment to insert the pearl of wisdom Penn had given me into action appeared. Without hesitation, I exclaimed with great jubilee, because you want to know more about the Penn Cinema Podcast. (laughs) Clearly. Clearly. (laughs) Pointing to the bright yellow sign in my window Elation was sweeping over me because I felt I had arrived socially in a very demanding situation, but he said no. He took my license and insurance card and walked away. He came back with a fix-it ticket because my left taillight was burned out. I once again pointed to the bright yellow sign, hoping it would entice him to ask me for more information. Alas... He ignored me and left. It worked. The sign saved me from awkward silence, and I only got a fix-it ticket. Pen, this is the high point. This is the, just the made my week. Back in action. Yes. Pen, you are a genius, despite what David might say. Wow. What's up? Whoa. And I'm Penn Ketchum. Take care and party on. <laughs> I think we should end the show right there. It's, right. it's not going to get anywhere. No, not yeah. even really. Right. Yeah. Nothing I mean, left to say. I already commented on how smart you were with a game. Right. Fit for your intelligence. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. We also heard from Frodo. <laughs> Last week we were talking about typos. Mm. I don't remember where the typo was or who I do. made it. Was it you? Was it me? No, no. Was it what, Tony Baloney? No, it was. It was. It doesn't matter who. Okay. But somebody. It was just a funny. It was a funny uh, misspelling of a word, and you spell it one way, and the word sounds like one word, and you spell it in a different way, and it sounds like a whole entire different, like a verb. Right. One's a noun and one's a verb. Love is a verb. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the look on your face that, that, it wasn't just like yeah the look on your face like oh my god <laughs> first, you really looked irritated oh no 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 there was no 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 no, no. let me clarify my look there was n- there was zero there was zero irritation my look was dumbfoundedness <laughs> like what did he just say <laughs> you don't know the song Love is a verb. I don't know. I think it's DC talk. That's okay. Oh, my God. You don't need to know. All right. All right. 
She, she says, on typos from last week, no linguistics going to get pissed about typos. I make them too. I like to take the chance to remind others that real love of language is descriptive and eagerly open to free lexical kit bashing. Like a verb. Exactly. Right. Like love, which right. is a verb. Like yeah. verb. Because yeah. <laughs> if there's one thing about me and language I want people to know, it's love. Yeah. So she's like, she says it's okay. It, it, completely. This doesn't surprise me a little bit. And one of the reasons why we love her so much is because as like as much as she uses all the fancy words she she's completely grounded like yeah. she has never once implied that we should know what those grounded what those crazy words mean right you know and she's one of the people she just happens to have this incredible library of verbal knowledge verbal knowledge available yeah. to her a vocabulary Whoa. It's expansive. <laughs> Big word. That's the word I was looking Vocabulary. for. Vocabulary. Look it up. Yeah. It's a new one. <laughs> right. <laughs> Get we ready, should, folks. We should have a sound effect for every time we use a new word. Mm. But anyway, no, I agree with what Frodo's saying. <laughs> I agree with what Frodo's saying. And a different way of saying this, I used to get into this with my teachers because I, I think I came to the same conclusion that she came to, but I got there like a little bit different route. Right. What I used to argue to my teachers was they would say that's the incorrect use of the word. Mm. And I would always argue that however people are using that word, by definition of the fact, if I'm using that word to communicate something to you and you understood what I was saying, then that's the correct use of the word. Whoa. I think there's a word, I know that there's a word for that and it's escaping me right now. It's not like, it's not normalization or I think Frodo even used that word, but, um, cause you didn't write the entire, bashing. no, you didn't write the entire email. No, but I just broke it down to the basic, the highlights. Like what she was saying. But there was a, there was a word in there that it was basically saying like, if that's the way we all use the word, then almost retroactively or, um, yeah. by default. then that's what it means. That's what it means. Yeah. Yeah. So that was great. Thanks for writing in Frodo. Of course we loved it. Um, she puts little memes in her in her in her uh, oh, messages God. too, and that's just a super highlight. She's, she's got the best. Yeah, she's the best. All right, so Penn, what are you doing? What's going on with you outside of the outside of the wonderful world of the theater? Well, first of all, as you know, it's football season. I mean, so if anyone knows, right. it's me. I know. I mean, I can't yeah. get you to shut up about it, but yeah. I'm I'm excited about that. So I'm watching a little bit of football. Also, David, I competed in my 11th Ironman this weekend. 11th Ironman. Yep. Yep. Wow. Now, the only reason I mention that is because I want to tell you a funny story. You know, that's 110, it's the, sorry, that's 10% of Bilbo's life. Okay. At the beginning of Lord of the Rings. Okay. Good to know. It's 111th birthday. Okay. <laughs> 111th? That's what they call it. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I don't remember that, yeah. but that's awesome. After the race, I'm dirty and disgusting and walking back to my car. As opposed to before the race. Right, but yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. Dirtier and disgustinger <laughs> okay. than before. Just when he thought it wasn't right. possible. Right, right, right. I took yeah. it to a whole nother level. Right. right. And he was in water. Dude. Right, right. <laughs> Amy made friends with this lady. We stopped uh -oh. in her front yard to say goodbye. We're talking to her. I'm giving you the ultra short story, but mm. you just have to appreciate by now it's nighttime. I'm delirious. I'm like, it's like, it's one of those moments where you're, it's almost like a midnight adventure. You have no idea what's going on and how you got there. And someday you're going to look back on this story and you're going to be like, well, how did you end up there? And you're not going to remember how you got there, but it's just going to be a great story. One thing led to another. 
And these strangers who we barely knew talked me into going swimming in their swimming pool. What? So I jumped in in all my clothes. I took my shoes and socks off and then jumped in what? in all my gear and swam around in their pool because we all agreed it would feel really good, which it did. And then I got out and they gave me a towel and they fed us and they had drinks for Amy. And wow. like, it was the strangest, weirdest, most wonderful thing that has happened in months. It was amazing. It was so fun because it's just, it's one of the things that I love about triathlon is like the spirit of adventure. Yeah. Like where else do you go in the world and like have an adventure where you're ending up jumping into a stranger's swimming pool? Now, did it end with you be like, yeah, keep in touch. And then now next weekend you're like, what are you doing here? <laughs> Why are you in my Why pool? Are you in my pool? <laughs> How did you get my address? Right. It did end with us exchanging phone numbers. Oh no. Yeah. We really hit it off. We have new friends that live in Cambridge, Maryland. So, Stalkers. and also I want to mention kudos to my friend, Joe, who won the whole damn thing. What? He won Joe the did. entire race. Yeah. Wow. Way to go, Joe. Shout out to Joe. Uh, what am I watching? What am I reading? Uh, Amy and I are enjoying Hacks over okay. on HBO with Jean Smart. Who She, by the way, seems to be having somewhat of a comeback, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I saw her. She's a star of a new movie coming out. Not a star. She's like a co-star. Mm. I forget what. And then I'm also keeping up, as we talked earlier, with uh, House of the Dragon. Yeah. Yeah, me, I, I, you know, I, I just don't want to repeat myself every week, but it's a lot of the same. All the shows that are yep. currently out right now, House yep. of Dragon, She-Hulk, whatever. Yep. But I just want to give a special note to Star Trek Lower Decks is just, it's just, I don't know what it is. I don't want to like it, but I still love it. It's the good stuff. And I'm going to, I'm also going to say this. It's not, I'm not ready to like definitively say this, but right now I think She-Hulk is in running for my favorite Marvel show, really? Be, I, it's something, I'm, I'm loving it too, but I, that's impressive for you to say that. It, it's it's something about how it's it's so simple and fun mm -hmm. without over. It doesn't overstay its welcome. Mm -hmm. There's no like I'm sure there's going to be some sort of something right. in the last couple episodes, but there's no you know laser in the sky or big bad trying to blow up the the building like each episode has a conflict that kind of resolves in a mm -hmm. very in a, and it, it's funny but serious like it's not it's not so goofy that it can't exist in the marvel universe mm -hmm. you know and it reminds I, you it reminds me a little bit of an old school tv show yeah like i kind of don't mind waiting a week for each episode right yeah i don't feel i'm not so eager like House of the Dragon, like I could just if it was all out, I would just burn I'm through it. Hundred percent. Yeah, and I, and I every week I'm like, oh, man, I can't wait for next week. Yeah. Uh, she Hulk. I'm every Thursday. I'm I'm super pumped to watch it. Yeah. But I'm not like, right. Oh man, next week can't come fast enough. Right. But it doesn't mean I don't love it. I don't know. It's just it's just easy. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah, it's comforting. It's not stressful. I yeah. totally agree. Yeah. So all right. So next week, mm. don't worry, darling. We're mm. going to be all about the controversy. No, you're going to be all about the country. Harry Styles. Penn's going to be dressed up like Harry Styles. <laughs> Again. Again. Right. It's almost every right. other week. Oh, I also, guy. I mentioned what are we doing. Speaking of dressing up as Harry Styles. Yeah. Uh, again, I want to mention Amy and I and some friends went to see Kinky Boots at the Fulton Theater, which yeah. we highly recommend. It's now playing and it is amazing. All right. As all their shows are. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Their shows are great. All right, so don't worry, darling, next week. Look, if you want to be a part of the show, mm. number one way to do that is to shoot us an email, 
podcast at pencinema.com. Mm-hmm. Of course, you can interact with us on Facebook, too. There's usually a little conversation going on over there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes funny polls, whatever, mm-hmm. pictures. No, I don't, know. I don't remember no, any funny never, polls. There's no, nothing like that. There's a lot of polls, but they're never funny. Yeah. Yeah, well, they're never about you. That's the problem, right? <laughs> they're always about me. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the real problem. <laughs> right? But, look, if you want to support yeah, the show, yeah, Penn, yeah. what's the number one well, way you know, David, it's never too early to start planning. Really? I'm I'm nothing if not a planner. Consummate planner. Consummate planner. Yeah. See to your pants? Nope, that's not me. No. Winging it? Nope, that's not me. It's never happened. Everything I do is carefully thought out, tested, reviewed. Yeah. Beta tested. <laughs> and people don't know that we usually run through the podcast four times before recording. Right. This right. isn't this it's, isn't spur of the moment. It's Everything's been said before. Carefully scripted. Yeah. So with that in mind. I don't want to expect our audience to just wing it. Right. And on October 30th, all of a sudden, quick dress up as the Penn on podcast. <laughs> right. So if you want to support the show, what you can do is start planning now. Yeah. To dress up as the Penn Cinema Podcast <laughs> right. on Halloween. And everyone will know because everyone knows what the Penn Cinema Podcast looks like. I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, you too? Yeah. What's It'll up? be great to see everyone's different takes on the costume. Yep. I know exactly what my costume's going to be. Mm. It's gonna s- it's gonna start with a four by eight foot sheet of yellow paper, <laughs> and I'm gonna cut it down to <laughs> approximately the size of a post-it, post-it note. note. <laughs> Tony Baloney's car, right. <laughs> right, 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 right? I'm gonna come in Tony Baloney's car. Yeah, wow. Yeah, or That's- maybe there's so many, there's so much we could do with that. Yeah, I am all about it. I love it. I'm just gonna wear like uh, I'm gonna take a bike helmet. <laughs> And just <laughs> put like paper mache on the top. I'm going to be one of the stones from the bottom of the pool that spilled nice. out. Pens in a yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. That's a big throwback. So, yeah. all right. Well, once again for the Pens in a Podcast, I'm David Moulton. If you don't feel like dressing up, mm. another way you can help the show is tell a friend. Right. <sighs> that's great. You yeah. know, we almost ended without if, it. If you're not a costume guy, if you're not, and that's cool. Yeah. Not everybody has to like horn. No. No. So, if you're not into that, just tell a friend how much yeah. you're enjoying the show. Clearly. Yeah. Clearly. All right. For real. For realsies. Once again, for the Pensino Podcast. <laughs> I'm David Bolton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. Take, Take care, care and party, party on. Thanks for joining us this episode. Our hosts would love to hear from you. To contact the show with your thoughts and reviews, email podcast at pencinema.com. This podcast is a production of Penn Cinema. Escape to the movies at Penn Cinema, featuring crisp digital projection, killer sound, reserved seating, and premium power recliners. With locations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Showtimes and tickets available at www.pencinema.com.